Welcome to the King's Crowd Startup Investing Podcast, the podcast that keeps you in tune to what's going on in the online private markets and how everyone can become a startup investor. I'm your host, Sean O'Reilly, and my guest today is Managing Director of Startup Research and Recommendation Service Early Investing, Mr. Andy Gordon. Andy, welcome back to the show. Well, thank you, Sean. It's great to be here again. And uh, so we got to kick off the show, not with talking about startups or regulation, crowdfunding or anything, but uh, with a hearty congratulations to you for welcoming, welcoming your first grandchild. Finally, Sean, right? Finally. I'm not, I'm yeah. not getting, getting younger. <laughs> uh, it finally happened. Yeah. Uh, my first uh, grandchild, grandson, was born uh, yesterday, Samuel Edward. Um, my and they're down in Atlanta, Rachel. you were telling me? Hmm? They're down in Atlanta, you were telling they're me? down in Atlanta, yeah. So they're far away from where I am in, in Baltimore. What are you doing on the show? You need to get in the car and... <laughs> we're waiting for an invite. It should come go, in. So if not go, today, tomorrow, go, we're going to find out. Go then meet we, your grandson and give yeah, him a, a, yeah. a baseball on a mitt or something. I don't yeah. know. Well, well, we had FaceTime uh, with, with, with Samuel yesterday. We, I thought I saw was he chatting? <laughs> no, he was adorable. He was sleeping. His eyes uh, were closed, but he, you know, he's really cute. And I could tell already that he's a smart kid. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, no, you can yeah. definitely tell about 18 hours into it for sure. Yeah, uh, my, my daughter was born seven months ago and I was like, yeah, yeah. you're going to be smart. Yeah. So I'm figuring, Sean, and maybe you can correct me, but I, I think um, I can give him his first uh, tennis lesson in about three years. Three years. That yeah. is, when did, uh, and as golf, but when did Tiger start golfing? His, his dad had him hitting like three or something, right? I think that had around that age. Listen, anything skiing, golf, tennis, you want to start at, at, at around the age of three. I think Jason Tatum, uh, the, the all-star board for the Celtics, he started, you know, you could see pictures of him at age two and he has a basketball, you know. <laughs> but he's two. So what is he, is he just like sitting on top of it? Because the basketball has got some. With him and, you know, trying to lick it and things like that. But he was two. Yeah, you have to start them uh, early. So. Gotta hook them young, yeah. yeah. Uh, well, again, congratulations. Thank you. Thank finally. You. Uh, Appreciate it. Very, very big deal. Uh, does, uh, does he have your like eyes, chin, anything? Well, this is going to be the ongoing debate, you know, between, you know, the parents of uh, my daughter and the parents of uh, my daughter's husband, who exactly this kid uh, takes after. You know, the father, the mother, you know, which set of grandparents, we'll see. We'll battle it out. Naturally. Yeah. No, because you got four people and then those four people have recessive genes. So there's like all kinds of crazy combinations. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, so putting genetics behind us. Um, if we must. Yeah. I could talk all day about this, but I guess we should go. I'm sure you guys are excited. This is really, really cool. Um, but uh Something else very big happened this week, maybe in honor of your grandson, we'll never know. Uh, but this past Monday, so we're recording on Friday, March 19th, this past Monday, March 15th, um, the SEC increased reg crowd regulation crowdfunding, Reg CF, as we call it. Um, their max raise limit was increased from $1 million, actually $1.07 million, but you know, who's counting? 
to not two million, not three million, but five million dollars. Um, when did you first get involved in all this? regulation crowdfunding startup stuff yeah pre-crowdfunding because um crowdfunding was uh enabling regulations from the sec was 2016. um before uh regulation cf was a regulation a a plus that came into being in 2015 but before any of that uh the the what kicked all all this off was the jobs act that uh congress passed and and President Obama signed in April of um, 2012. And, um, so that was a bit of a gap too there. What was yeah, going on that? Huge gap. because four years. Like what's going on here? Well, the, the SEC, uh, particularly the chairman of the SEC, was not a friend, was not a believer in uh, crowdfunding. I was talking to a um, lawyer right across the river here, actually. He's from D.C., so again... This actually is not a background, folks. That is our nation's capital. Yeah. Um, but he said, you know, in relation to the increase to five million this week, um, he thought, you know, say what you want about um, our former President Trump, but he thought that his guy at the SEC, they might have done ten million. Like they, they really wanted to go big on this, and uh, the Biden administration, which kind of is an offshoot of the Obama administration. Like there's a lot of overlap there with the, the personnel in any case. Um, I'm not surprised by, by what you just said. I, they really want to protect the average investor. Yeah. And the SEC was created back in the 30s because Wall Street used to be the Wild West, man. Like, yeah, was it yeah, JFK's dad made all his money just basically on Wall Street scams and they put him in charge of the SEC right. when they made it? So, like, anyway. But it uh, was so, the yeah. Great it, crash of 1929 and the depression of the early right. 30s and, and investors in the stock market uh, jumping out of uh, windows in uh, Wall Street. And I think a lot of family, well, at least my family, we have, uh, we have stories of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Of, of a couple uh, couple of great uh, uncles of mine that, who, who jumped out of windows because, you know. Oh, my gosh. They lost everything. How many of them? How many uncles? A couple. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. 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 And yeah, it had, I mean, there were dozens of, of those examples uh, uh, because uh, people were naive. They invested their entire savings in the stock market, diversification, you know, all of these constructs that we have now as to how to protect ourselves in the stock market through diversification, through investing in other stuff, through being careful, you know, buy and sell strategies. Well, they let you go on margin 10 to one on stocks back then oh, yeah. too, like no. all kinds yeah. of crazy things. I wonder if they did that back then. I they sure. did. No, you could go 10 to one in the 1920s on a oh, stock with margin. That is that's... absolutely crazy. You, so you see, so you see what happens. You can't, like... That's what so that's the margin usual. ratio for futures yeah. now. Like I know. Yeah. So Sean, as usual, there was an overreaction to that, right? Uh, they went completely in in the other direction, and they banned, you know, any kind of private investing, you know, in non-public companies. Uh, the only people who could do it were were professional investors, people of wealth, um, you know, credit investors. Just uh, yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. So, th and that's what, you know, that's what the Jobs Act of uh, uh, 1912, uh, excuse me, 2012 
so just playing devil's advocate to the the regulators there for a little bit um the technically the american public was protected from probably more than a few scams let's be real but on the other hand they missed out on a few things because the earliest investors in every company that we can think of facebook apple microsoft all of them they were accredited investors that were already rich absolutely Absolutely. You know, you can, you, 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 you know, you're not going to deny that there's a huge amount of risk in this kind of investing. On the other hand, dozens, if not hundreds, let's say hundreds of people got really, really rich uh, from doing this kind of investing. Dozens uh, got obscenely rich. Uh, and, but, you know, this, this, this kind of investing was completely blocked off uh, from people like, uh, you know, everyday investors, retail. I just uh, I just pulled it up here. So as of 11.34 a.m. on March 19th, Facebook stock is at 289.62, market cap of $824.74 billion. And my favorite story about what you're saying is uh, we all saw the social network when the actor playing Peter Thiel invested $500,000 in Facebook for 10%. Yeah. 500 grand, 10%. Now, obviously he got diluted, but he walked away with billions of dollars in profits and he was already incredibly rich he found a paypal like <laughs> well and there's this famous story about the painter in uh he was painting oh yeah his, uh, was it google or facebook when it was he, facebook he took stock facebook? and he painted the wall exactly <laughs> he, painted, he, he, he took his payment in, in stock rather than cash because 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 mark zuckerberg didn't have any money to give to him and he's like, I'll pay you in stock. Take as much as you want on the way out. Right. He's a millionaire now. And so, you know, this is what early investing could do. There's a great deal of risk. But um, if your companies catch on, you know, if they take off um, and you're just paying, you know, at that stage, at the seed stage or pre-seed stage, or you're paying, you know, what? Yeah. So on the dollar, you're going to make- For our listeners that don't know, what are the stages? And then where do you think, like Peter Thiel's investment with a 500 grand for 10%, how would that translate to what, you're, what, what we're looking at today, like in terms of stages? Right. You know, the stages, the nomenclature, so seed. nomenclature uh, yeah. changes a little bit. But yeah, basically, you can call the first stage pre-seed. But also you can call the first stage in terms of raising a friends and family stage. Got it. Right? So that's not what Facebook did though, because Peter Thiel paid 500 grand for 10% that values Facebook. Oh my God, I can't believe I'm saying this. In like 2003 or whatever, 5 million. Good Lord. There's tons of companies you review every week that are worth more than 5 million. Like that's crazy. Oh, yeah, that's so crazy. would that be seed maybe? Yeah, it sounds like a seed. Okay, because it's definitely uh, not friends yeah. and family. But so. back then, 2003, 5 million. Was, okay, a, so maybe I shouldn't throw a seed. Yeah. Yeah, because a seed back then didn't mean anything. Might really. have been, you know, two, you know, between one and three mil. But right. five, you know, but yeah, yeah. So it might have been. A, a and we post. should clarify back then, folks, Facebook yeah. was not making any money. And in fact, I read in uh, Teal's book, Zero to One they needed his money to buy more servers because they couldn't handle all the data. Like there was no money coming in. They needed the money for computers. Yeah. But anyway, so you think it's post-seed? 
Really? Yeah, it like, could have been. It could have been a postseed uh, raise wow. of five million dollars. Uh, so, so yeah. So uh, you have uh, you have seed, uh, which you know I, I like that word, the, the seed stage, because you're we are planting you're planting seeds. very early money into into these uh, very early companies, right? So seed is a is an apt word to describe the stage. Uh, but now it's, you know, it's become a little nuanced because you can have pre-seed, seed, post-seed. Well, and the SEC also likes to clarify as well because there are regulations for each step of the way. Yeah, that's right. Including the maximum. Uh, yeah, yeah. So let's keep it simple. Let's just say seed, okay, as, as the first stage. And so seed would be followed by series A. And then at this point, you're just using the alphabet. Series B, Series C, Series C. So a good way of thinking of this is seed in Series A um, are sort of your pre-revenue or not serious revenue generation stages. Okay, and I hate to, to add something, uh, a qualification to that, but I'm, I'm gonna have to. Uh, the bar has been raised, right? Particularly with Series A, you really do need um, uh, revenue. You do, as, as opposed to a few years ago, you you might not. Yeah. Now you really do, right? So Series A, you really do. Even Would you say you, is it because of regulations or because investors are becoming pickier? Investors are becoming um, pick uh, pickier. Your your seed, um, you know. The valuations are, are have been um, are, are raised for these companies. So if you're raising at a higher valuation at, at we're going to need some revenue. You're, you're going to have a bigger, a higher bar. Well, you know, if you're it's, instead of having a valuation of two mil, if you're at, at seed, if you're having a valuation of ten mil, I want to see more progress. I want to see some serious revenue, even though it's still called seed, right? Right. Yeah. So uh, that's what's going on right now. Uh, so the, the bar has been set a little higher now at each stage, seed, series A, series B. Um, everything has been set at a little higher. But, you know, series, so series uh, seed and in, in series A are, are considered, you know, you're just getting gener revenue generation going. After series A, series B, series C, series D, that kind of thing, you're looking at um, the serious growth stages. Yeah. Right. And they're actually called, you know, the, the this is the growth stages. The, 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 the hockey stick part. Yeah, yeah the <laughs> hockey stick part, the hyper growth part. Uh, yeah, you, you need to see serious growth. And how you define serious growth for a startup isn't how you define it for a public company where, you know, if you get 20% growth for a public company, you know, you're doing great for, you know, for um, a lot of the um, huge companies. Uh, it's even, you know, for the McDonald's. 5% is great. That'd be gangbusters. Yeah. McDonald's, 2 to 5% is, is, is magnificent growth uh, for, for a, a lot of the blue chips. So uh, 50, I would say 50 to 100% growth is considered. Year over year. You know, yeah, good growth. And, um, you know, a lot. sometimes you have to do better than uh, double your growth uh, every year. And that becomes more difficult because if you're, you know, if you're starting off with an annual revenue of um, 100,000 to double that to 200,000, okay, 
you could do that to double 200 to 400,000. Okay, you could do that, but from 400 to 800, then from 800 to 1.6 mil, and then you're doubling that. It, the first million is the hardest, as they yeah, say. Yeah, the first, yeah. I call it the law of, of small numbers. You know, the smaller the number, the easier it is to show impressive growth, particularly a doubling growth. So numbers get higher, it becomes more let's, let's take a step back here. So combining the increase from 1 million to 5 million to what you were just saying, like there, we're going to, if, if, if you're going to up your valuation and you want more money, we need to see some money on your books. There, there needs to be some revenues. There needs to be some progress. Do you think the increase to 5 million affects what our listeners can and should be looking for in a regulation crowdfunding? Yeah, it topic? will. Absolutely. The bar is going to is is going to be set that much higher now, right? Everything is going to be higher. Valuations will have to be higher, Sean, because five million dollars is yeah. You can't be valuated, uh, you can't give yourself a valuation, or or, or your lead investor uh, uh, gives you a, a valuation of ten mil, and you're doing a raise of five million because that means you're giving away fifty percent of your equity, right? If you raise. Yep. Right. Nobody wants to do that that. unless it's at a really high valuation. Right. So the valuations will be much higher. And if the valuations are are higher, then, yeah, investors will be looking for uh, a higher level of progress, you know, more revenue, um, something. It doesn't always have to be about the revenue, too. It could be about about the now the the patents or the product the, or the team the product or, lines. Yeah. It could be, or increasing the number of doors or, or, or stores that you're selling into it could be you know there's lots of ways to measure progress it doesn't have to be the top line of revenue or even the bottom line of, of profit but whatever the metrics are they're going to be raised with the five million dollar max now um in effect uh since uh this past uh, monday so, so it makes it very interesting for sure. I yeah. noticed that, um, unsurprisingly, because everybody knew this was coming, um, you know, with the increase to one to five million, a lot of companies held back because they, they're like, one million, five million, we're going to go for the five. Um, so we had a bunch of new raises, like way more. Our uh, King's Crowd's data and analyst team, they were freaking out a few days ago because how are we going to work through all these companies? Um, have you seen a difference? with those newer companies versus even last week? Yeah, well, they're just beginning to come in now at, at the 5 million. And it's just as I um, expected. You know, these companies are a little further along um, as, as they should be. Uh, but also, you know, you have to think not only in terms of their, you know, their what they've achieved is further along. You, you know, looking at their costs as well, a lot of these companies now have um, that that are going uh, after crowdfunding at the five million dollar raise. They have um, higher costs because oh, just yeah. think of it. You know, if you're raising one million dollars and and you have uh, significant costs, maybe one million dollars isn't just enough. So you're not going to crowdfund. That's why a lot of companies didn't do it. Like that's actually why the five million increase, uh, in my humble opinion, will really help the market because. A million dollars isn't what it used to be. It's really not. <laughs> I mean, think about the platforms, the 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 seed invests, the you know, net capitals, republics, they they take five percent. I mean, right? 
Is that yeah, fair? Five or six percent. So you're down to fifty grand, nine fifty. Yeah. Um, there there were definitely lawyers in there, so I don't know. Called another always fifty. Lawyers. Always There's lawyers. always lawyers. I apologize. Getting there. So you're down to nine hundred thousand dollars, and all of a sudden, and then you have to go through the 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 very fun process of actually raising the million. Right. In the marketing costs, in in the marketing cost, you know, your the portal takes on some of that, but you also take on uh, as a startup some of those costs. Too. So, so what would you say people get? Eight fifty out of the million if they? Yeah, I would say you're spending a good hundred up to two hundred. <sighs> uh, yeah. Between all the little middlemen and ancillary costs, so yeah. five million. Like there have been multiple entrepreneurs that I've spoken to and read about that are just like, you know, we wouldn't have done it for a million, but five million, they're gonna do it. I'm interested, but that said, there are more costs and there's more regulations. So there's even more lawyers and well, everything is going to go up a little bit more because of that. Um, but not but, as much though, like yeah, pound yeah. for pound. Yeah. But yeah, you're, you're raising $4 million more. So you're raising, you know, five, five X more. I don't think they're getting five um, X the runway. So if they're, if they're getting a year, um, a year runway with a million dollars, I mean, if you, I mean, the simple math is, well, if they're raising five mil, they're getting, um, you know, five years runway, but that's not how it works because yeah. they're, uh, they're going to have a much more ambitious growth strategy. They're going to be spending more to growing faster and getting to where they want to go sooner. That's what the $5 million gets them. And it's worth it for them because they want to, you know, they want to make progress. They want to, they want to you know, carve out a, a piece of, of their market. They want to even preferably uh, dominate their market or get a bigger head start on, on the wannabe startup companies coming in after them. So for all these reasons, they, you know, the $5 million represents a way for them to sort of uh, create uh, a, a more defensibility. Got and it. a lot of this is about defensibility because, you know, if they succeed, if, if you know, they, uh, yeah, they have to stave off the competition. So uh, sure. that's a lot of it. Uh, so now that the 5 million is here, yeah. um, what are three things that our listeners should be on the lookout for that maybe they didn't have to think about before just to give something, you know, actionable for people to take away here? But they didn't have to think about further along progress than they would have expecting. Like that's a granted. Yeah. What else? Um. So. Sure. I'd almost I certainly think... like to see that they raised a million back in the day, right? Something. Yeah. I don't want to put words in your mouth. Sorry. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I. I, I think. Uh, I think at one million dollars. You're not necessarily. Um, uh, looking at revenue, but at $5 million, I think uh, you have to sort of take a look at where they are in terms of revenue. Yeah. I mean, there's no way around that. For $5 million, you really have to look at that. Also, you know, they're asking for $5 million rather than $1 million. So they're, uh, you know, they're, the use of proceeds becomes that much more important. Very good point. $5 million more. Yeah. There's more at stake. Yeah, um, and that's on every raise. They say use of proceeds, they right. have a percentage breakdown. And like, it's that's- One thing, you know, using part of $1 million for salary, particularly for, for, 
for the salary of the founder and the founding team themselves. Now, if you're using part of $5 million for, for salary and new hires, I'm all for. And, right. and, and, and that's what it usually is. So that's is. a red flag. If yeah. there's a huge chunk of salaries for not new employees right. out of that $5 million, that's, right. that's a red flag. Another red flag is debt. You know, using a large part of the $5 million to pay off debt. Well, that's not going toward growth. And this is all about growth. Yeah. So, um, yeah. you know, yeah, those are. Those are What's more important, the use of proceeds or current financials? Because I get the impression that even a year ago, you didn't really look at financials that much with a reg CF raise, maybe. Um, not that you didn't, but like. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. They don't mean the same yeah. as they do with yeah. Amazon right yeah. now. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, I would say you have to look at both. Uh, but, you know, you bring up a good point is you do have to look at uh, financials become very, even the, more important at $5 million. You have to see what, uh, you know, what their revenue is, what's going, you know, what's uh, floating down to the bottom line in terms of profit. Uh, when sustainability might, you know, might be, uh, you know, uh, might be achieved at the $5 million raise, whereas at the $1 million raise, it could be still a, a little what, further off, so. Yeah, I've been involved with King's Crowd for going on three years now, and it used to be, and I, I don't think I'm incorrect here, a Reg CF raise a million bucks, these companies be, you know, valued at three to eight or something million. Yeah. It was mostly about the product. Like I have to talk, like the financials would be a bunch of goose eggs and it'd be, you know, we need this money to develop the product. And really that's kind of what you were betting on at that point. Yep. And I, I don't know, after hearing what you said, it seems like that might, you know, not all the time because it's still startup land, but might, might be going away a little. Especially at the five million, they want five million dollars. Like now, five million dollars. You're not. Uh, you're. 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 You're looking at a. Hopefully, you're looking at then at, at not a pre-product company, but uh, and not even a MVP, a, a, a company with a, um, a minimally viable yeah. product MVP. You're looking at at a finalized product. So really, um, hopefully, you're looking at how the founders have not only built the product, but how they're building the company and how they're building the company for growth. And uh, so, growth, you know, it, it's more of a bottom line, uh, you know, after, you know, after I just said, it doesn't have to all be about revenue, but, but really you're looking at, um, at uh, you know, growth metrics uh, in a very, very serious way, um, uh, you know, when uh, with these companies raising at a $5 million max. Uh, because the next time they raise, they're going to be raising, you know, 10 to $20 million, which means that valuation is going to be, going to have to be between 50 and a hundred million dollars. You know, you know? Uh, yeah. think about the milestones that venture capitalists will be. They're ruthless. Look, yeah. Well, they're ruthless. It's going to be quite high. Yeah, and, um, you know, and they're going to want board seats. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, and, and yes, and crowdfunders do not want a Don Rom, you know, they, so. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so it's, it's going to be very interesting. It's almost. I can't um, wait. The next year is going to be amazing to watch. Yeah, these $5 million, in a way, it's you're sort of between the betwixt, you know, you're not, 
five million is a lot, but it's not, you know, remember under crowdfunding regulation A plus, mm -hmm. you can raise up to $15 million in some cases and other cases easily. Up it was 75. I, there was some, is that reg A or is it a? That's reg A. Yeah, reg A. Seven, yeah. That's wow. reg a. So this is not entirely different, you know, what CF is doing, but, but CF is quicker, it's faster, it's a little cheaper. It's going, I think it's going to attract more companies than, than A. For sure. Yeah. yeah. Very good, sir. Uh, will you get the last word? Do you want to give a shout out to your grandson? Do you want to plug early investing? Do you want to? <laughs> um, well, I. Who's going to win the uh, the March Madness? I don't know. You know. Oh, I don't. Yeah, I'm not going to uh, because, you know, I'm all about uh, research. That's what we do in companies. And I haven't done enough research in, into. Uh, I gotcha. Into that to do that. But I, I, I would say this that there's going to be a raft of new companies raising and there's going to be a lot of great companies. So I think this is the, uh, the point that I want to make. It's not only more companies moving into the crowdfunding space uh, attracted by the $5 million max now. I think there's uh, legitimately going to be better deal flow. For sure. Because right? it's worth their time now, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And these are companies that would have been seeking VC money that will now be seeking crowdfunding money. So that's a great Huge thing. Deal. Yeah. Um, but I would say now more than ever, do your research. And that's what we do. You know, that's what early investing uh, does. We, we do uh, 100% independent research into companies. You guys talk money. to managements all the time, I've noticed. Yeah, multiple, uh, multiple. Fact, that's when I first met you. You guys were visiting some guys in Boston, I think, wasn't it? We have a few Boston-based startups in, in our portfolio, uh, but they come from all around the country. That's the great thing about our portfolio, about crowdfunding. It's not just West Coast, Silicon-based uh, companies. They come from uh, everywhere. And, and it's funny, a couple of uh, the companies uh, that I've invested in, they're like a five-minute drive away from me. <laughs> just serendipity, they happen to be. Yeah. You know, what, if it wasn't for- uh, Up there in Baltimore? I would have been talking to them up in Baltimore. Wow, yeah. all right. And now Baltimore's the a, new Silicon Valley. Yeah, there's a founder now I'm talking to. He's uh, he's a professor at Charles Hopkins, um, oh, wow. a Maryland company. I'm I'm in Maryland. Pharmaceutical, I have to yeah. say, guess. So yeah, so this yeah. is the first time I'm asking the founder, can we meet? So so in my in my email says, well, I'm fully vaccinated, are you? So this is, this is sort of different. I wasn't asking you anything about vaccinations before. It's a weird world. <laughs> weird world, yeah. Uh, so this is what we do. Multiple conversations with uh, founders, really, you know, asking them tough questions uh, because what's on the raise page, you know, it's a lot of positive spin. I'm not saying that they're not being dishonest, but it's, you know, they emphasize the- You, you have know, to put your best foot forward okay. as in all things. Yeah, so it's up to me to sort of tease out, you know, some of the risk involved in, and some of the uh, possible negativities that uh, these companies may have, and don't necessarily want their investors or prospective investors to know. But it's a great job, you know. You would probably, instead of writing about this stuff, would you uh, prefer spending all your time uh, talking to these companies rather than writing about these companies? You learn things. I don't know. We may learn things, do, but maybe we could do a, a, a trade uh, one of these days for. for I a interesting. That's uh, after COVID. 
after COVID, everything. This summer, fingers crossed. Yeah, this summer slash fall. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, Well, Andy, thank you for your time. It is always a pleasure. And uh, we'll have to dig into more of the VC world, how they usually operate next time. So much to talk about, Sean. For sure. Uh, And once again, congratulations on the birth of Samuel. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, And that is it for us, folks. If you have any questions about the online private markets or King's Cross proprietary ratings and analytics platform, Merlin, just email us at podcast at kingscrowd.com. For Andy Gordon, I am Sean O'Reilly. Thanks.